Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hey Matt, and hey everyone listening. Hey, well. hey Neil, and hello everyone else. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, how are you? Great. Been a nice week. Has it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, good. Managed to get Monday off and wow. went to the pool with my grandson. He loved it. Splashing away. In fact, the next day he came over to see grandma or nanny and goes, more, more splash. Oh. He remembered. Wow. What a clever little fella. What a, what a guy. And he's, he's, he's learnt sign language for more too. Oh, yeah, good. Excellent. Which I don't understand. So, oh, that's, you know. that's okay. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, what are we talking about this week? Uh, community of love, I think, was what, what we titled the message. Uh, yeah, I think that's what you came up with. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It's a good thanks, message. Thanks, mate. Yeah. What was good about it? Uh, you know, talking about love. <laughs> you don't remember it. I do. I do. I remember bits of it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, it was good. It was John 3.16 was in there. Yes. I remember that. Yep. Um, and, yes, you know, right. talking about talking about how, as a community, we, you know, the importance of, as a, as a church community, that we love each other so mm. that it is an inviting space for others to come into. Yep. But also so that we're loving on each other, that yeah. we're looking after each other. And, you know, I think that's a, that's a really key part of of who we are and what we do as a community and, and a follow, followers of Christ is that we are, we are in community together and... Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really good, really, uh, yeah, good message. Yeah, I think a few people were a little bit challenged about it. Uh, yeah. I think I ended the day just saying, you know, it's a pity, or it's actually a, a tragedy that our homes have become a place to retreat and, yeah. you know, become a bit of a sanctuary rather than a place of celebration. Mm. And it sort of capped off how I started, you know, that, you know, just that memories of, what community was like within a church when I was young, that was very much a lot of things together. Yeah. That yep. was very much the kids and adults. It was yep. very much, you know, we'd go somewhere and we'd go to people's houses. There'd be that invitation and, and just reflecting on, you know, like even the early church that it says they met in the temple every day and in each other's houses Yeah, every day. Yeah. And obviously 5,000 people, I think, got saved the day of Pentecost, but they didn't all meet in one house. But there was this gathering together of the saints throughout the week yeah. in people's homes. Yeah. And, and that just spoke of that openness of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And why John 3.16 was in there, because the motivator for that was love for one another. And mm. that is this reflection of who God is to us, um, the lover of our souls, you know. Um, so I may as well read it out, John 3.13 to 17. No one has ever gone to heaven and returned. But the Son of Man has come down from heaven. So Jesus was always there, came down as the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. Mm. And, yeah, I guess I just wanted to really highlight that you know that verse which we do know quite well as christians Mm. god loved the world so much that he gave that behind the motive of god was love yeah you know like it it was to restore that relationship with him and so that we could have restored relationships with others yeah and so i've been listening to you know just different things over the last few months or whatever and 
And quite a, a common reoccurring theme is this whole sense of loneliness and um, shallow relationships. Yep. yep. Um, and part of that has been shown that, you know, the more time you spend on the internet building shallow relationships, the lonelier you are. Mm. Um, then I heard a stat that Sydney was voted the most lonely city in the world. Oh, well. Yeah. And then another one that 30% of Americans say they don't have a friend. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty scary, isn't it? It's horrid. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if that's true even in our world mm. that we live in. And, mm. and because there's that time spent building shallow relationships through, you know, not face-to-face -face time or community time that yep. people are actually aching for something more than that. And that as the church, I, I really believe it's not like we should offer more because we're not salespeople, right? Mm. So even as we think about loving one another, there can never be the motive that oh, if we love one another, other people will join us. That's mm. not the point. The mm. point is that we love one another because we love one another. Yeah. And that in itself makes that sort of community that people are really longing for. Yeah. But that's not the purpose of it. No, that's right. Yeah. Yep. The motivator. Yep. No, yeah. Good. So Matt, I might just... Um, get to you to read out our actual purpose statement for our church. Yes. Uh, so it says this. It says, um, to sh our, our purpose statement is to share God's message of life, leading people into God's family, teaching them to grow in faith and love, and equipping them to share his message wherever they are. Yeah. I like that because it's sort of circular. It's good, man. Yeah, it's really good. I it love is it. Good, I think it's, a, it's great. It's a... It's a good challenge for us and a good reminder for you know what it is that we we're, we're here to do. Mm. You know, it's to to be in community together. It's to to be in that space of sharing what God's done in our lives and to be encouraging and and you know teaching and and you know equipping each other to to share that that good news. Yeah. And what God's done in our lives wherever we might find ourselves. And I think yeah. that's that's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, like yeah. and. and I guess the thing I really appreciate about your message on Sunday was just again that challenge to be that community that loves, mm. um, that that looks beyond, you know, what what expectation and stuff like that that we might have or we put on other people and all that kind of stuff and just to to love people and mm. you know and to to encourage each other and to to walk that journey together and have that connection. You know, I think. You know, as you say, you know, the, the, the early church was meeting together in their homes and all that kind of stuff. And again, you know, we've been talking about that, that having connection and, yeah. and being, being in a connect group or, you know, whatever that might look like. But just not being in that space of that insular, you know, hideaway at home. And, yeah, you know, like uh, I think it's, it's just so important for our, for our journey together as, as Christians that we are, we are connected together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, as, as we looked at that purpose statement, um, it's leading people into God's family. And, and one of the things that I think has been eroded a little bit, and I think part of it, my own personal opinion, is that the push to be bigger, better, stronger, smarter, whatever, you know, yeah. the whole push to succeed or be great mm. has sort of eroded our focus from the actual purpose of God which is to love, love God yeah. and love people. Yeah. That's the purpose that we're here for. And mm. um, to be loved by God, of course, um, to allow that love to, to hit our heart. And 
it's almost like there's this expectation that we will grow and there's an outward focus, which we should have an outward focus. Don't, don't get me wrong. But even the Bible talks about, you know, whenever you have the opportunity, do good to everyone, especially the people mm. of the household of faith. Yep. That God actually gives this heightened responsibility for us to love the people in the church. Yep. And often we're sort of being drawn to love people outside of the church, which is, of course, what we should be doing. Mm but at the neglect of actually loving our brothers and sisters well. Yeah. So if we're to lead people into God's family, what are we leading them into? Are we leading them into a group of individuals that meet on a Sunday mm. that have their own lives and don't share anything? And and I understand, of course, there's different relationships within a family of strength and, and um, weakness. Um, but it, it's it's sort of like I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what the problem is, is that there's this expectation on the church to be so outward focused that we forget to love one another sometimes, but also this, this push to want to be loved by the church yet not be in relationship with other people in the church. So you'll hear people say, you know, the church didn't do this, the church didn't do that, but what are they really saying? Um, Mm. That if the church didn't visit them, what that'd mean this building didn't get up and visit them mm. or are they meaning that there's no people with any significant relationship within the church that does not necessarily include the pastor um, that that has an interest in their life and their welfare but it's almost like you know I think I put it like this that we're expecting healthy families without having healthy marriages it's like it just doesn't happen that yeah that there's no investment in the main thing and so we're expecting this closeness of relationship without actually developing a closeness of relationship so that when, you know, sometimes when times are tough or something happens, um, some people feel that the church has abandoned them yet. They might not even be part of a small group. They don't attend church regularly, whatever it might be. And I'm not saying this to say you have to do these things. What I'm saying Mm -hmm. is that if we don't take care of building the relationships, how can we expect the relationship to be rich and rewarding yeah. For ourselves. Yeah, it's good. You know, so um, you're a married man, Matt. Um, I am, yes. Yeah, so in terms of relationship with your wife, um, how do you think you build a strong relationship with her? Oh, well, it takes time, doesn't it? You know, and, and it's it's quality time. Um, it's it's investment in, in spending time together and, and, and being together, you know, like the, and doing things together and... You know, you can't you can't expect to have a healthy relationship if if you're both off doing your own thing and you you know you're like ships passing in the night, as the saying goes. You know, like yeah. you see each other for thirty minutes a day or something like that, and and then it's off to do whatever it is you need to do. And you know, again, acknowledging that there are times in life and seasons and all that kind of stuff yeah. where you 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 do the best that you can, but you know, there needs to be that investment in in relationship mm. and and. You know, definitely within that marriage marriage thing, but you know, even outside that space, you yeah. know, um, you can't, as you're saying, you can't, you can't expect to have good relationship if if you're never actually part of the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so, like, yeah, I'm married, but I live in Brisbane, you live in Sydney. Yeah, and I'm expecting you to look after my needs. Yep. No, that's right. It's just impossible. No, and that's that's exactly right. Yeah, and I think you know, like, obviously, we have to also care for those that we're not you know, close to. That's mm. part of who we are as Christians, that that we love the foreigner, the stranger, yep. you know, all that sort of stuff. But 
there's a difference in in how we relate and i feel like that sort of has been a little bit eroded within the church in terms of family like the gathering together of families um definitely not as much as when i was a kid i'm mm. not saying mm. you know it's all bad or gloom gloom and doom or something but it's just something i felt you know as i was thinking about this that we probably just need to make sure we keep ourselves aware of because yeah. there's a danger the way we are being very much pushed towards that individual lies society, mm. you know, that we pull away from those relationships because we're busy. Yeah. Right? And, you know, and I think I made the comment, you know, even about that consistency, like showing our kids consistency mm. with the relationship, yeah. going to church, yeah. going to a small group, connecting with other Christian families mm. so that our kids are immersed in the culture whereas you know and i think probably in terms of my children that there wasn't enough of that inter-christian relationship when they were younger we just through the transition of life that we were going through um but i can see that it's affected them they love the people in the church they love the church they think they're awesome people but they they didn't have opportunity to really build those family christian relationships that i would have loved for them yeah and you can see that it does affect them in different ways. Yeah. You know, okay. beautiful kids love, you know, yep. they're, they're awesome. But for me, it would be like you're missing some of the richness, you know, where you're, you're actually in a house with adults that aren't at a connect group even, mm. but are just sitting down together chatting and talking about Jesus together. Yeah. You know, because it's a normal part of life, not a ritualized moment. Yeah. Um, and, and to really think about those sorts of things but to also start to go okay do we, how do we open up our homes mm. for other christians but also how do we then invite those that that need christ in their life into that space as well yeah and we can't do it if we're closing off if we're drawing away from relationships yep mm. yeah. so no, it's a good good challenge good reminder um you know and i think you know there's that yeah, the the world is becoming more and more insular, you yeah. know, with the social media and, you know, Netflix and, I mean, we've talked about all of this sort of stuff before too, you know, yeah. that that it affects the way that, that people are, are living out their lives mm. um, and and those things are becoming more and more of a priority and, and you know, they're, they're specifically designed to chew up as much time as they possibly can, you know. Mm. Um, the ability to sit and just watch a show without ads for as many hours as you want to or whatever without interruption and all of that kind of stuff. You know, once upon yeah. a time you, you'd turn on the TV and you could watch a 30-minute show yep. and then you'd have to wait a week until the next one or the next day or whatever. And so, yep. you know, I think that that certainly has impact on the way that people feel like they have time and mm. and all of that kind of thing as well you know and you know the way that facebook's designed and and the the scrolling on your device or whatever and you know there's a whole heap of chemical reactions and endorphins yeah. and all this That's that get right. released because it's stuff's changing all the time and you know that can suck us in and and just waste huge amounts of time and again not saying that those things are bad or anything but just being aware that 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 sort of stuff is what's yeah what's chewing into stuff and and the impact that that then has the flow on stuff that that has you know as you as you talked about for your family and you know the 
not being connected into community as as good as you'd like or you know not opening up your home and inviting people into that space because oh that that interrupts my time to you know to go on facebook go on facebook or, or watch screen you know watch tv yeah. and do screen stuff or you know yeah um and you know it it's it's hard it is it, and that's why I think it has to be that intentional thought of those who believe that yeah. I am going to love and I am going to open myself up to be loved as well. Yeah. Um, just some of the things that I just sort of put at the end. There's so many things about love, but uh, number one, love is the fuel for the engine that drives that action. And so we need to learn to love our brothers and sisters to give us the energy to actually do stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like we can do things without love, but it's all empty mm. the bible says that clearly you know we can do amazing things but it's empty without love behind it yeah um because love is in, in uncorrupted yeah you know as i was saying before if we build a a community so that we get people that's corrupted love no that's right you know it's yeah. just there, there's a manipulation involved in it uh, love is lived out in community through relationships and received when it's entered into. So thinking of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that Trinity, that's a relationship of love. Yeah. Love has to have an object. And um, if we don't have a community, we can't actually really love, which is part of the reason that I think it's very dangerous to just live online, yeah. even with church. Yeah. Again, personal opinion. Um, not saying it's a bad thing either, because sometimes we need it because yeah. we're isolated or whatever. And that's the relationship we have. But... To truly love people means that you have to learn to live with them and learn to love them regardless. And yeah. I just think online can be a bit fake. Yeah, you know, I sure. can easily love you for you know a twenty minute Zoom call. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, but you know when I meet with you and your kid pulls my TV down. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Destroys my Netflix time. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there, there's those things where it's like all of a sudden you're living together and it's, it's learning to love practically. Yeah. Love flows from the Father. It has to be from God. Um, mm. And love covers a multitude of sins. The reason I put that there is that, you know, any time we're in relationship, we are going to be offended at some stage Yeah. by everybody. I'm sure Alison has offended you at times. And you probably uh, no, offended no, her. No comment. Def I've definitely <laughs> offended her. Yeah. I can I can guarantee that. But <laughs> yeah. you know, no comment on the previous previous comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. No, I mean you're absolutely right. But that, I mean again, that's part part of yeah, loving people. The mm. the love that covers a multitude of sins that we we are able to look past those things. Yeah. Um, that you know, um, you know, we we remove that element of judgment that we love to have you mm. know and and to actually just just love on people and to to look past yeah things that don't fit our little box yeah um you know and you know that that can only be achieved if there's relationship there yeah you know if you're you're actually actively involved and, and living in that community space to be able to get to that point where you can actually look you know, there's the love that covers the multitude has yeah. to be there and that requires that relationship first, of course. So, you know, that's, you know, it, it takes time and it takes effort and it, mm. you know, it just... Yeah, but once you're in that place of love, actually, it's no effort. That's the funny thing. Yeah. You know, but it it's, really I mean, isn't. it's got to, you, you've yeah. got to be involved and, exactly. and committed to it to begin with. Yeah, and, that's and, exactly And right. then once you get to that point, it's like, oh, well, it's not actually hard and I just yeah do what I do and... 
because my yeah. my heart has changed towards that person. absolutely yeah absolutely and and caveat on that it doesn't mean that we just allow sin to run rampant that's not Christian. no not at all not at all love also addresses faults when needed correct um because yeah we have to be accountable for our actions as well yes um yeah great that's good that's pretty good i think um i hope that sort of what i'm what i said on the weekend sort of spurs us on to go okay let's let's build this loving community yeah because that's what god wants us to do to to love one another and if we're going to bring people into god's family we don't want to bring them into a dysfunctional family like there will be dysfunction at times Mm. of course Mm. but we want to lead people into a very safe place where they they're they're genuinely cared for genuinely loved and I think that's the other thing is sometimes to actually love well, we have to push ourselves beyond what is actually acceptable to us. Yeah. You know, like actually, you no know, serving one another. It's a very different mindset. Yep. Um, yeah. And the other thing, just tracking back to that busyness stuff and, and time, and, and this is one of the things is that definitely people are abandoning meeting together because they're, they're involved in a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And they don't have time, which I think is probably for things that matter more. Like they're more interested if their kid plays for Australia in cricket than if they get to heaven. And we've got to start to really challenge that mindset even in ourselves. Nothing wrong with playing for Australia. I would have loved to do that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. But, you know, what is the actual main thought of a parent? shouldn't be i want my kid to be a superstar i want them to be a doctor i want them to be this and that's Mm, the pinnacle mm, of life mm. the pinnacle of life is their character being formed into the image of christ yep and are they actually going to be in heaven with me yeah or am i pushing them so far to say pursue the world yeah because that's the most important thing Mm. um more than what it is to pursue god and and the kingdom of god yeah yeah 